0: Peace by dance, it hurt. All right, here we go again. Welcome back to Clearing Corners. I'm Matt here with Cam. We promised you last episode that we were going to delve deeper into a subject. Um, if you remember the Police One article that we went over with the myths of policing we skipped over number five because we were going to dedicate an entire episode talking about this subject, this myth that's out there. And to be honest with you, it's, it's a hot topic nationwide, especially in the political realm, uh, state to state, city to city, even in the federal um, arena. Politicians are talking about it, being pushed to address it. And uh, the myth that we were going to go over, which was number five, has to do with qualified immunity. And myth number five in John's article, again, listen to the previous episode. You'll know exactly what we're talking about and who wrote this article. But the myth is the police should be held accountable for their actions and should be able to be sued. Now, qualified immunity, as we're going to delve deeper in, because many people don't understand what it's there for, how it came about. Mm -hmm. And, and all the misconceptions about what it actually is. And there's a lot of confusion. I see sure. there are memes out there. And I may mention one a little bit later that got me fired up when I saw it. It's like, you got to be kidding me. But John talks about qualified immunity refers to a series of legal precedents which have been set that protect government officials, including police officers. Not only police officers. We're talking including police officers, if you are a government official, yes, even up to president Biden, president Biden has qualified immunity. Come on, man. Yeah, he does. It ain't just cops. It's not just us, but yet people just want to focus on us. Yep. And as part of that myth accused of violating constitutional, let me finish that protect government officials, including police officers accused of violating constitutional rights. To win a civil suit against a police officer, complainants must show that the officer violated clearly established law. Again, quote, clearly established law, most often by pointing to factually similar previous cases. Otherwise, officers are protected from liability. That, in a nutshell, in a very small nutshell, is qualified immunity. Places like Colorado and New York City have already eliminated it. And New Mexico, I have a family member in New Mexico. Shout out to him. I know he's one of our listeners. But they have also eliminated qualified immunity. And there's a lot of panic amongst officers. And we're going to talk about that. Um, And and this had to do with the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act of 2021 had that one passed, but I mean, that's where the idea came from and that's where the push came from. Now the, the uh, George Floyd justice and policing act of 2021, um, didn't pass. It It basically, it was eliminated, but that would have eliminated it completely. And there's portions of that act that obviously went into, uh, effect, but the portion of qualified immunity is what I'm talking about with the George Floyd justice and policing act. Um, that's where it would have just been on a federal level completely stricken away from police officers. That's a slippery slope, and we're going to address that as well because, again, it's not just us. Yep. And that's something I really want to hit upon and talk about a little bit later. Uh, it's all government officials. That's a slippery slope that these people are doing, especially when it comes from individuals who hold qualified immunity.
1: Well, and and so our listeners understand the dangers of, of this. Um, I myself really enjoy law enforcement still. Uh, I want to make it to retirement. Um, I think there's a lot of good we do out there. Uh, when they started talking about this, uh, you know, myself as well as I know numerous officers at our agency.
0: You and I talked about it.
1: That started yeah. researching jobs. Because, yeah. and we're going to go into this more so people kind of understand, but this this job would be really hard to do if you do not know that you have qualified immunity. Absolutely.
0: I mean, again, this is something that, that honestly put a, a, a really tight knot in a lot of law enforcement stomach when, when we heard that, because many of the things that we do are already criticized, but a lot of it is split-second decisions. And and some of the myths that are out there is what we're going to be discussing in terms of what people actually view qualified immunity. And one of those is basically qualified immunity is immunity there that insulates, insulates uh, law enforcement officers from being accountable from egregious acts. And that's, that's just not true. That's not what qualified immunity is. Mm -hmm. And in fact, qualified immunity does not cover us on the criminal side of thing. It's a civil liability thing so that we can't uh, just absolutely be sued for everything that we possibly have when we're trying to act in good faith. Now, it's not always going to be there on the civil side for people because if an officer is shown to constitutionally uh, constitutionally violate someone's rights and do something that has been clearly established under law and case law that they shouldn't have done, they're not going to be covered Mm -hmm. with qualified immunity. That's just part of what we're going to be talking about. Here's a little something that is disturbing that John hit upon in that Police One article uh, covering the myths. It says President Biden has indicated that he will act unilaterally through executive action on police reform. So qualified immunity will be back on the table again because it has been uh, something on the federal level that that was taken all the way up to the federal level. And they said it's not going away. Qualified. The Supreme Court has said, no, qualified immunity is going to stay. Now we have a president, a sitting president that says we're going to revisit that, basically saying that he agrees that it should be stricken. That's not okay. That is not okay. Um, now, again, that's my, my personal take on what he's saying. People are like, ah, that's not what he's saying. He's just saying that uh, there's enough people that disagree with it and there needs to be some changes to it. That's why they're going to revisit it. No. Look, he has qualified immunity. I don't even know if President Biden realizes he has qualified immunity. But if you're any government official, federal level, state level, city level, mayors have qualified immunity. City officials, state officials, teachers, all these individuals are covered for a reason. Now, these individuals, at what point is their profession going to be attacked? with qualified immunity. When does this, this, uh, we're going to attack everything that the government has been doing for years and years and years and years culture that's being pushed in the media and on social media, especially new gen- generations coming through um, these ridiculous thinkers and idea ideas that are being thrown out there. At what point does it turn from right now? The, the sexy is to take it from cops, but at what point do they start taking it from politicians? At what point do they start? Uh, start taking it away from teachers. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem.
1: And the big thing with this is, and you've, you've hit on it, is this doesn't cover officers that are doing stuff blatantly wrong, right? If they're violating laws, we're, I, at least I see it all the time on social media, probably because I follow a lot of law enforcement type pages, but officers are being terminated, um, prosecuted for stuff, left and right when they're doing stuff that is wrong. Qualified immunity does not mean once you put that gun and a badge on that uniform, that you're untouchable. That's, that that's can't a myth. Be further
0: from the truth. It's a myth. It's a myth. And I, I don't remember what the statistics are, but I, I, I don't have it right up in front of me, but I mean, we're right around 50%. Those who try to push qualified immunity within the law enforcement realm, um, I think only like 50% are, are covered under it. In certain, with the incidents where they try to uh, claim it, where they try to say, you no, know, I'm going to uh, use the right of qualified immunity within this situation, I, I believe it's right around 50%. And so it, people need to understand this isn't like, this is not like an old West. It's running rampant. Um, we're out there violating people's rights left and right and getting away with it. That's not the meme that I was talking about a little bit earlier. Something that came up, and it's actually um, another officer brought it to my attention, and he said that it was a family member of his back east uh, that put it up, and and it infuriated him. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to slate a little bit, paraphrase it a little bit, but it basically said in a meme, if y'all are doing what you're supposed to, you shouldn't be worried that qualified immunity is taken from you. I can't even. That is so ignorant, and obviously coming from someone who doesn't understand what qualified immunity is all about.
1: Right. Yeah. So, because the the big question too is who, all of these lawsuits that could happen, then who covers that? You know, people put liens on our houses, sue us for everything we're we're worth. I'll give a simple example of of where qualified immunity would would prevent someone from. Civilly suing. Say I respond to Target for retail theft. Um, the the manager loss prevention gives a description of a male, and I see a male like that leaving the store, and I stop them to to talk to him and see if that is that person. You know, they would look the at that per- as a, de- yeah. D- a
0: detention. Yeah, yeah, so
1: they they would civilly sue me for uh, unlawful detention. Exactly, I violated their right. I violated their right. You know, qualified immunity kicks in because I'm doing my job. There's reasons, articulable reasons as to why I stopped to talk to that person.
0: And within, within the the verbiage, you acted in good faith. And that that is within the qualified immunity language Yep. when an officer acts in good faith. So if they strike
1: that, now that person can civilly sue me. I'm doing my job. I stop that person, just talk to them, find out they're not involved. Hey, you're good to go, man. Hey, sorry about that. Yeah. All good. No, no harm, no foul, right? Um, but that person can turn around and then civilly sue me. Yeah. And now all of a sudden I've got to fight all of the stressors we've talked about in previous episodes. Now I need to worry about, More. hey, that car that I worked really hard to buy so my family can get from point A to point B mm. safely, I could lose that as well as my house yeah, in in a lawsuit, and I didn't even do
0: anything wrong. Yeah. And here's what's crazy. I, I read a lot of articles of critics and, and these counter studies, and here's what's amazing. I'm, I'm just going to laugh for a second. And anybody, follow me here. And, and it makes me angry. And so I'll, I'll, I'll try to calmly say this. Within these articles, these critics are saying the point that you're just making. Well, that's not true, Cam. That's not true. In fact, studies are showing that there won't be more lawsuits I'm going to stop you right there, okay? Qualified immunity has been around forever and a day. What studies are being shown that prove that officers won't have more lawsuits put against? Please tell me, cart before the horse here, how in the world did you conduct a study and now these articles are quoting said study that there's no evidence showing that there would be an increase in lawsuits Against personal officers, this blows my mind because qualified immunity has been in place. How are you? How are you saying, as a study, that you're looking into the future and saying, "No, there won't be." Quoting senators on the, the conservative side that said, "Look, this is going to open up the floodgates, and it will. I'm telling you, it will open up the floodgates mm-hmm. for personal." liability lawsuits against you in a situation exactly like that. And then other critics say, well, for the most part, I mean, and and then they quote what's happening currently under qualified immunity saying, this is also proof that officers won't be targeted personally because the majority of the time when these incidents happen, it's the city that pays out. It's the state that pays out. Well, once qualified immunity is gone, you think that the state and the city are going to come to your aid and say, "Yeah, we'll continue to pay it." No, they're paying it the majority of the time because it's under qualified immunity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it just blows my mind that critics are already looking at these other "quote unquote" studies and where's your sample? Like, yep. where's your sample size?
1: Well, in and, and every day, almost I.
0: I'll venture to say
1: at least 50% of my, my days at work, I hear someone say they're going to sue someone. It's, that, that comes up All the time. almost regularly. And a lot of times these are, I'm going to sue this person who I know has no money. Mm-hmm. What happens when they know that officers typically have at least one dependable car? Yep. You know, that, yep. that they can go after. Or most officers have a home. So that's one way to look at it. The other way, we, in previous episodes, especially the last one, we had talked about uh, the shortage of officers. If you want to see a true crisis, like we're already at that crisis tipping point, you get rid of qualified immunity. Because, again, you're going to have a lot of your officers, like yourself, like myself, that, are looking at the bigger picture, what we're doing to help the community, and that helps us get through some of the hurdles of the pay, um, retirement, those types of things. The the oh, yeah. viewpoint that people have on law enforcement, you get rid of qualified immunity. That's that. That's that tipping scale gone.
0: In I used this in the last episode in droves. You're talking a bigger mass exodus than the than the Old Testament leaving out of Egypt. I'm telling like officers would absolutely be, I'm done. I'm and, done.
1: And you would see proactivity gone. Absolutely. Like, so we go back to that broken windows theory, all of those types of things. Until I find a job, I'll keep working. I'm I'm going to deal with your calls by telephone, if you don't mind. You oh, got yeah. robbed? That's, that sounds terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, can you
0: Sorry tell me happened. what happened? Yeah.
1: Okay, do you know where they're at? Okay, I'll document that. Are you gonna go get them? No, I don't I don't think I will. We'll call them by phone. Hey, I'll yeah. I'll document it though. Yeah. You need a report number? <laughs> you know, that's yeah. that's what you're gonna see because it just there's just that concern. The liability is too high yeah.
0: with what we do already. And again, I, just to give you um, a little bit more, let's delve into what it actually is. Uh, there's there's so much out there and and to go to the the proper websites of the actual definition, you know, no opinion piece. Don't go to an opinion piece as to what qualified immunity is or is not. This one actually came from the one that I read. It's uh, from JD Supra. It was actually written back in uh, 2021, but it details the doctrine of qualified immunity protects all government officials acting within the scope of their governmental duties, not just law enforcement officers. As a threshold manner, constitutional theories of liability are available only against the government and government officials, not against private citizens. Private citizens simply cannot sue each other for a violation of the Constitution. In order to qualify for protection under qualified immunity, a public official must first prove he was acting within the scope of the discretionary authority provided by his or her governmental position. This applies equally to all governmental officials. Governmental officials, the purpose of qualified immunity is to permit officials to carry out their discretionary duties without fear of personal liability or harassing litigation. Mm, there it is. Harassing litigation. And, and again, the critics are out there saying, well, that's just studies are showing that that's just not true. It's not, there's no proof that there's going to be more lawsuits. This, that infuriates me. It's like you guys have no sample size. I have no idea how you're even looking at this because you're you're comparing apples to oranges because qualified immunity exists right now. And so the the status quo for what's happening now, you cannot say is gonna happen when it's stricken. Yeah. Well, in, in an
1: example of uh, that this would happen, I dealt with a stocking case back in my investigations days. Um, we, you know, went for charges on this individual and his stocking stopped with the person he was stalking this female and it went to me and he reached out to agencies i think we got notified by i think eight different states but numerous agencies in each of those he sent out letters and all sorts of pictures and stuff like that all across the country um as well as sent stuff to the police department almost daily um you think someone like that has any issues Filing a civil lawsuit after civil lawsuit after civil lawsuit.
0: Oh, no, not at all. All day. I mean, all day, every day. There are groups out there that come and and Johnny, I won't even say his name, man. He'll probably end up hitting us up and, and tracking us down and harassing us. There are individual groups out there that will test you as a law enforcement officer to see whether you are on point with keeping constitutional rights. And they will absolutely harass you yeah. until you make a mistake, quote unquote. You lose your temper.
1: They go by auditors. Yep.
0: Yep. And so they 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 do. They call it audits. And we're going to go uh, perform a quote unquote audit. It's policing the police. And they come and they absolutely are a thorn in your side. Mm. They will follow you. They will be there when you make a traffic stop. Get out with their their filming. Whatever they have, whether it be their phone, and sometimes, man, they're they're loaded with actual professional cameras, and they're sitting there watching you, and they're saying the most heinous things. They will get underneath your skin, say thing say things about your family, um, you name it, they do it, mm-hmm. because they're testing you, because as cops, we can't lose our t- we can't say it back to them, right? Because it would be very unprofessional. Um, they want to see, hey, I I'm within my right to sit here and constitutionally film you. And as long as they're not interfering with your investigation, interfering with your stop, interfering with anything that you're doing actively uh, within the scope of your duties as an officer, then they're okay to do that. They're just a, a fly continually swirling around your head and becomes an annoyance. But they look For an officer to lose the temper, do something to them, so that they can do what? Sue us. Sue us. Because that's how they make their money. That's how they continue to pay their other people who are doing audits. There are people actively out there to try to get officers to do something dumb per their harassing so that they can sue you. Now, within the current culture, I'm talking anything anything that has to do with any use of force. Now, people call it uh, unnecessary use of force when it comes through the media and social media. But any use of force against any um, person of color is being exploited right now. And you're telling me that taking away qualified immunity, that won't amp up even more? Because many of the things, even if you're continuing to follow all these incidents where the officers are being found not guilty and the deadly force that they utilized was justified because today's culture is none of it's justified and it's being exploited in the media and on social media like that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But if you're watching it and these individuals who are being justified, not only on the criminal side, are they being cleared, but because of qualified immunity, these individuals, who don't know the circumstances from A to Z as to why that life had to be taken. You take qualified immunity away that opens them up. It's like, Oh, they didn't get charged. They're not going to be put away to prison. That's injustice. Now I'm going to sue them. Well, those individuals are covered under qualified immunity currently. And that is where a lot of people are like, no, we're going to take that away. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. And who wants to be in law enforcement when there's that much push on your livelihood?
1: Yeah, we're both into football, and I, I laugh all the time because I, I absolutely love football. I love watching it. Um, but you watch them with their 4K TV cameras, slow-mo, picking apart, was this a catch, was it not? And they're taking <laughs> yeah. they're taking five minutes to determine – if that is you and I are texting each other, was like, how do they not have this by now? Yeah, like that was clearly a catch. And then you take that, and then you take officers who are required to make a split second decision. You're in a pursuit after a robbery suspect. He pulls something black out. Is he trying to ditch uh, drugs? Is he pulling a gun? He points it back at you. You determine that as a as a gun. You eliminate that threat. And now all of a sudden you're worried about qualified immunity. Mm. You're doing your job. You're trying to take this suspect into custody safely. They're producing that you engage. Um, That's why qualified immunity. That's another reason upon all the other ones that that is there because we have that split second decision. You go back to this NFL thing. They've got all the time in the world And the best footage, best views, all the stuff you can possibly imagine. Every angle. And it still takes forever. And, you know, they just don't want to get it wrong. And we just don't have that luxury. And how do you go out in that scenario knowing that if you made the wrong choice, your life is not over, but the life as you
0: know it is over. Definitely. Absolutely. And, And it's like the community is throwing the red flags like a coach all the time. Anytime, if you look at the media, anything that has to do with a use of force, most of the time when it's uh, an officer, whether the officer be uh, black or Hispanic or white on a white individual is not making the news. And it's, it's not, we've talked about this in past episodes as to why this is a narrative and not actually what's happening within law enforcement nationwide on the highest of percentage. But that red flag is coming out. Every single time, a use of force, doesn't matter whether it's justified, doesn't matter the other person's behavior, doesn't matter what they did to make that officer take the action that they did, red flags coming out, and instead of having every single angle, like you're mentioning within the NFL, to review a play, we have our body cam footage, but the body cam footage isn't always going to show the perspective of the actual officer. The actual actual officer may see something the the camera didn't see. The camera may pick something up that the officer didn't see. That's life, and that's part of of split-second decisions. It is a very, very difficult thing, as we've talked about in past discussions, past episodes. Yeah,
1: and uh, one thing you hit on I wanted to kind of go back to real quick and explain so our listeners understand. So you had mentioned the private sector does not – Qualified immunity doesn't cover them. It's for government. So to break that down so so our listeners kind of understand, so the constitution is put in place to keep the government in check, right? So that's what this is all about. It's making sure officers are or government officials are not, you know, violating people's rights. So that's that qualified immunity, we stay within those those realms. So an example would be an officer stops someone and uh, you know, someone wants to say that was um, unlawful search and seizure. You stopped me unlawfully. You didn't have a reason to. That's what they're targeting. The reason you don't cover this in the civilian sector is that's not, uh, someone can't violate your your rights by doing, your constitutional rights, right? That would be like kidnapping, unlawful mm-hmm. detention, right. a, criminal, a, a criminal criminal offense, rights. Right? right? It's the same concept with, and that's why it doesn't cover officers if they violate a Crime, a criminal offense, they also can be charged. Yep. This is just that that civil side of things where officers are or government officials are going beyond what they are authorized to do.
0: Absolutely. I mean, there was an example, and, and believe me, I understand there's always going to be the on-the-fence type stuff. And, and uh, one of the things that qualified immunity really delves into is there has to be a standard set. Um, otherwise, how is an officer supposed to know what that standard is? And so, if something hasn't gone before the courts before, and there is no case law behind it, and there's no clear, uh, clearly established law that says an officer cannot do X, Y, and Z, or there is something within uh, different circuits throughout the United States. Maybe the Ninth Circuit uh, disagrees with uh, the Tenth Circuit. Whatever the case may be, it has to be clearly established. And so how can an officer and how should citizens think that officers should be accountable for something that even our courts can't agree on, right? Something has to be clearly established. And this is, I think, a lot of critics don't appreciate. And and one of the biggest gripes that they have about qualified immunity, for instance, I don't have, again, this article, but they're all out there. And and a lot of the critics will bring uh, things up like this. But there was a search by a department, um, I believe it was years ago, and officers uh, were accused of stealing, I, th- I believe it was around $250,000 of cash in a, a warrant seizure. Now, before I get into wrong is wrong, look, if any officer participated in something like that, they're not covered under qualified immunity for the criminal act, okay? I think we've clearly established that. It is for civil liability. I don't know the details. I do sh- apologize to the listeners. Maybe in a future episode, I'll, I'll come back to it. But basically I will say this, whatever home they were searching was not Scrooge McDuck's. He was not keeping all of this gold within his house that he swam in. Okay. You can put two and two together that if there was $250,000 in cash, that the police were seizing during a warrant, you can almost guarantee that it was launder money or drug money. Okay. So it's not the cleanest of money. I'm not excusing the act. If they committed the act, they should be criminally charged. But something that was brought up by one of the critics saying that these officers were actually covered under qualified immunity to not be civilly liable for what they had done, because I don't think that there was a clear law. Whatever the circumstances was behind this incident, apparently was not established clearly within the law or case law that any judge or any, uh, the court that was looking into it at that time, could find, in terms of a, a clearly established, yes, this is wrong and this was constitutionally wrong, and um, and the officers got off free. So that is one extreme example that these critics bring up, but I guarantee you they're few and far between, and they can sit here and criticize and bring examples up like that and, t- and basically make it seem like the old west. And here we are, Dirty Harry, and we're violating rights because we own, the, we have the badge, and we we're just going out there because I want to violate everybody's rights. Yeah, that That's what the view is, and that is not what qualified immunity is. That's not what it was made for. And, and to be honest with you, that is such an extreme example, and I invite people, if you're looking at things that kind of got underneath your skin um, in terms of what you heard cops got away with in terms of qualified immunity, do your research with it. Don't just read a few-paragraph article that says, oh, Back in this year, these officers did this, and they were they got away with it without knowing all the facts. Mm. That uh, that is an extreme. We want to avoid extremes. We don't want to delve into that. Um, but let me let me go back to that article that I pulled up a little bit earlier. Forgive me here, JD Supra, because there's a point that I want to get to. Stated another way, if reasonable minds can disagree, and they often do, then an officer should not be held personally liable, which I had mentioned a little bit before. If an officer's conduct is clearly prohibited, or if the conduct is clearly, so clearly violates the Constitution that, it, that a specific case defining the illegal conduct is not needed, then the limited immunity does not apply and the officer may be held personally liable, which still happens. Um, if on the other, other hand, the conduct is not clearly unconstitutional, then the officer is entitled to immunity from personal liability. This is exactly what the immunity is for. It's on the civil side. It's not on the criminal side, as we can see, because even though qualified immunity still exists, we are seeing just an amp up in all these coverages where officers are being charged criminally. Not on the civil side, criminally. Mm-hmm. So again, going back to the mean, right? Right. Qualified immunity in terms of a law enforcement officer is there for guys like you and me and females that wear the badge like you and I to act in good faith and know that on the liability side, our livelihood and our families are not going to be affected from frivolous lawsuits. That's what it's there for. Yep. And before all this got big attention,
1: the Floyd incident, where those officers charged, is qualified immunity still there? Mm. Exactly, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna read this, close it out. Same article that I've been referring to. Um, there's a lot of articles that are gonna give you the truth about what qualified immune, immunity is and what it's not. Again, avoid the opinion pieces. Please educate yourself. If it's something that that you believe um, is something that you should have knowledge in, which I I, I believe it is, anything that's a national debate, I would encourage you to uh, look into and refer to. But going back to this article, it says, the abrogation of qualified immunity would be catastrophic for individual law enforcement officers who dedicate themselves to policing in good faith and who make every effort to follow the law. It would have zero impact on those officers who are incompetent or who knowingly violate the law incompetent and knowingly violate the law. It's not going to impact them. uh, They will not have qualified immunity. It protects the ones that are trying to act in good faith. That's why the Supreme Court has ruled in favor of qualified immunity over and over again. This isn't just one case. I want our listeners to understand that. Qualified immunity type cases have been brought in front of the Supreme Court court multiple times. Multiple times. And there's a reason that the judges who have been charged with the highest court in the land decision-making continue to say that this is needed. And it is for those officers to act and who act in good faith and aren't out there trying to take people's rights, violate people's constitutional rights. We've mentioned it in past episodes. We like constitutional rights we like our own and we like defending others um the potential ramifications on recruiting and retention like you had mentioned earlier are countless the domino effect if on the federal level they got rid of this thing would be the biggest mass exodus out of law enforcement that this nation ever saw mark my word Take well, a you picture. see, you see it in a lot of these agencies. You
1: it might not be this passes, and the next day you see a mass exodus. That's not like mm-hmm. I said. People will stay there until they find their next job. But oh, I yeah. give it in that yeah. year time period. Look at these. Look at these areas that are are the test runs, guinea pigs of this, this trying to get rid of it type thing. Yeah, and
0: absolutely. This article, again, like we've talked about last episode with a lot of the myths and even touching upon it here, what person in their right mind would want to take enforcement action when their reasonable good faith conduct could result in personal sanctions for a violation of the Constitution, even in the absence of any prior decisions notifying them their conduct was unconstitutional? Like you said, taking that phone call and being like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, theft. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Any suspect information? Yeah. I'll make a phone call. Nobody in their right mind would want to come into law enforcement and not be protected when acting in good faith. And the majority of the officers that I've ever come in contact with have full expectations of themselves to go out and do a good job, do an honest job, make sure they're not violating constitutional rights, but are faced at times with split-second decisions. Good people, good people. I mean, we're talking, again, if if you look at teachers and if you look at uh, politicians and, and the city officials, like I said, that would be covered under qualified immunity, nobody is put into the same position as a law enforcement officer to make a split-second decision. Yep. There would have to be very small, minute, out-of-the-norm instances. I can I can think of a few teacher incidents nationwide where they had to act um, there was a teacher that was cleared with putting a, a student in a chokehold and he was being sued for it. Qualified immunity and the Teacher's Protection Act, it basically helped him because I'm sure that there were details in there that were overwhelming, that he had to take that action for the benefit of himself or other students that were in the class. But this is a slippery slope and this is what I want uh, to kind of wrap this up with. When does it change? Like, at what point is it other officials? When do the citizens get fed up with a decision that a politician made that affected their life or that affected their family or put them in a financial devastating earthquake? You know what I mean? At what point on this slippery slope is qualified immunity attacked for everybody? Everybody that's a government official. I say we don't get to that point. If you have questions, do your research. That's what we've been all about. It's about knowledge. It's about truth. Do we have opinion, opinion, opinions at a time? Yes, we have our personal opinions. But we're all about knowledge. We're all about education. And we hope that you'll continue to clear these corners with us. If it is dance, make it hurt.